Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you by Built Bar, a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and has a bunch of great flavors. This week, it's 50% off the entire inventory at BuiltBar.com, and profits will all be donated to organizations that support education, poverty, equality, and ending hate and racism. Tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Today, we're continuing the preseason countdown with team number 14, the New York Mets. The Mets won 86 games last season, their third winning season in the past five. Also, their third winning season in the past 11. Nevertheless, even with a spotty recent past, the Mets roster looks competitive. They would have looked even better with Noah Syndergaard in the rotation, but Tommy John's surgery has taken care of that option. In any case, it's still fair to consider that they could be a little above average if there is a 2020 season. I mean, the latest out of the negotiations between the MLB and MLBPA sure sounds brutal, like we may not have a baseball season brutal, but I won't sit here today and tell you I'm comfortable with the state of baseball and whether that includes a season in 2020. Nevertheless, we will count down uh, as expected and and hope that cooler heads prevail uh, and we actually get some kind of baseball this season. Anyway, here's a look at the Mets lineup and what kind of expectations might be reasonable in a 2020 season. In the past four seasons, veteran catcher Wilson Ramos is averaging nearly 16 home runs, 65 RBIs, and a 294 batting average. That makes him a viable starter for fantasy, particularly because of that batting average. That's a real difference maker at a position where there aren't many capable of hitting for a decent average. First baseman Pete Alonso had a hard time adjusting to major league pitching managing just 53 home runs as a rookie. Now, he did strike out 183 times, so there is some downside. But that kind of power, with more than 100 runs and 100 RBIs, is pretty easy to like. It's also not reasonable to expect another 50-plus homers. But if Alonso puts up similar numbers to last season, but only has 35 home runs, he's still a stud. A fantasy legend for much of his career, as a prolific bat at second base, Robinson Cano is now 37 and coming off the worst season of his career, hitting just 256 with 13 home runs. At this point, he's a long shot option for fantasy. It's not inconceivable that Cano could have a productive season at the plate. He's had a lot of them. But at his age, coming off that 2019 season, it's easier to take a pass. 24-year-old shortstop Ahmed Rosario is an intriguing option, especially if he can continue to improve at the plate. He hit 15 home runs and stole 19 bases last season, which already makes him appealing enough as a middle infield option. But if his back continues to get better, he may be able to challenge for a low-end starting shortstop value. Although he did slug 23 home runs last season, utility man Jeff McNeil may not have ideal power for a third baseman. At the same time, if last year's power is legit, McNeil is hitting 321 through 815 plate appearances in the big leagues which gives him a chance to provide excess value if he continues to hit for that kind of average and the power plays along with it. J.D. Davis looks like the odds-on favorite to start in left field for the Mets, coming off a season in which he hit 22 home runs in just 453 plate appearances, also hitting 307 with an 895 OPS. Not unlike McNeil, Davis has a chance to be a value pickup if last year's power surge and spike in batting average is remotely for real. Center fielder Brandon Nimmo doesn't have enough consistency in his track record to count on him for fantasy purposes. Even though he hit just 221 last season, he had a 375 on base percentage. 
So he possesses more real-world baseball value than fantasy baseball value, unless, of course, you're in a league that tracks on base percentage. Michael Conforto has shown legit power, crushing 88 home runs in the past three seasons. But his average does knock down his value a bit. He's a 253 hitter for his career, but the overall value he provides, playing every day and hitting with power, makes it worth taking on that batting average risk. The biggest wild card on the Mets roster may be 34-year-old outfielder Giannis Cespedes, who didn't play last season and appeared in a total of 119 games in the two seasons before that. 2016 was the last season in which Cespedes was mostly healthy and he was a star. And even with all his injuries, he's still been able to hit. So, if he is somehow healthy, he has the ability to add some pop to your lineup as well as the Mets. One more, Dominic Smith, who is something of a man without a position especially after Alonzo has taken over at first base. Uh, But a possible National League designated hitter option would open a door for him. In the past three seasons, Smith has 25 home runs in 529 Major League plate appearances. So there's still some power potential there, just not enough to go after him before the season. Overall, it looks like it should be a little bit better than average lineup. The Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. I've donated to the protests in Washington, D.C., supplying those protests, uh, but There are many, many options available to you, uh, and uh, I hope you would consider uh, doing that uh, because this is absolutely a worthy cause, and uh, let's be on the right side of history here. Also, this podcast is brought to you by Built Bar, a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. This week, you can get 50% off everything and all profits will be donated to organizations promoting equality, including Black Girls Code, Pretty Brown Girl, 512, Common Ground Foundation, and The Innocence Project. Built Bar is low sugar, low carbs, high protein, and great taste all in one. It's really good. They have a bunch of great flavors, including chocolate mousse, chocolate peanut butter brownie, salted caramel chocolate, and straight-up peanut butter. In a move that I might live to regret, I have started taking a, a boot camp workout. Uh, outdoors. And it might get the best of me, but I've been leaning into it uh, in the early going here uh, by having my Built Bar uh, following my workout in order to give my muscles the protein they need uh, in order to hopefully survive my new routine. Head to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com for the best protein bar on the planet. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any type of vehicle. I am mostly incompetent when it comes to doing stuff with my car. Okay, completely incompetent. So I leave that to my mechanic. But my father-in-law is a do-it-yourself wizard. He's rebuilt a bunch of cars, including a vintage Jaguar and at least one BMW. So this is the site for him. Great prices on an incredible variety of parts. Having access to such a vast parts repository has its advantages. Need an ignition starter switch for a Lexus SUV? I did last week, and with a click of a mouse, a handful of options were ready for me on Rock Auto. How about a camshaft plug for a 1978 Aston Martin V8? 
they've got those too. I mean, you'll find what you need because they have an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Now, the Mets pitching staff would have been more formidable if they had Noah Syndergaard, but even without Thor, their veteran staff should still be competent. It starts with Jacob deGrom, who may be the best pitcher in baseball the past two seasons, despite managing just 21 wins and 64 starts. He also has a 2.05 ERA, 0.94 whip, and 11.2 strikeouts per nine innings. The wins thing seems to be bad luck more than anything else. So DeGrom is right in the mix to go first among starting pitchers, competing with the likes of Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, and Max Scherzer. Marcus Stroman has had some ups and downs in his career, with probably more ups. In an 11 starts with the Mets last season, he was 4-2 with a 3.77 ERA, which is fine. He also had a 1.48 whip, which is not. Uh, he also struck out more than a batter per inning, something he's never done in a full major league season. So there's some good signs for Stroman though he simply has to allow fewer base runners to have any kind of sustained success. But he's done it before. Rick Porcello has had success in the past too, including an American League Cy Young Award in 2016. Since then, though, he has a 4.79 ERA and 1.32 whip in 98 starts. Even if you have high hopes for Porcello moving to the National League, he's pretty risky at this stage of his career. Lefty Steven Matz hasn't lived up to his 2016 season, getting injured in 2017, then producing mediocre results over the past two seasons, including a 4.09 ERA, 1.30 whip, and 8.7 strikeouts per nine. Those numbers aren't quite where you'd like them for fantasy, but they're also close enough that he could have some value in streaming or for daily fantasy value at various times throughout the season. Michael Walker was dominant early in his career before settling into mediocrity in recent seasons. In the past three seasons, he's put up a 4.13 ERA and 1.40 whip, which just isn't quite good enough for fantasy value. It's possible that Waka can throw better than that, but the odds at this point aren't great. Edwin Diaz was incredible in 2018 with Seattle, saving 57 games and dominating the ninth inning all season long. Then he joins the Mets for 2019 and completely loses it. His ERA jumped from 1.96 to 5.59. His whip from 0.79 to 1.38. He went from 57 saves to 26. He has to be better than he was in 2019, doesn't he? If Diaz gets hurt or runs into trouble, the Mets could turn to Juris Familia or Dellen Batances. Familia has 124 career saves, 123 of them coming with the Mets in his first go-round with the franchise. Batances is coming off elbow surgery and is typically used in a setup role but he can be overpowering and did accrue 36 saves in his time with the Yankees. The best value on the Mets roster probably belongs to Jeff McNeil, a player who has shown that he can hit but doesn't have big-time name recognition yet. There are lots of risks in the Mets lineup and, rotate, and the rotation, but McNeil seems like a safe bet whose floor is propped up by his high batting average. That will do it for team number 14, the New York Mets. I'll be back in a couple of days with team number 13, Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe, support Black Lives Matter, 
and stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for fantasy news and analysis.